Today's episode of Real Talk Christian Podcast is sponsored by the Christian Standard Bible. The goal of the CSB is to be faithful to the original languages without sacrificing clarity, all while maintaining both accuracy and readability. With the beautiful designs and multiple study Bible options, everyone from adults to teens and even children can find a CSB Bible that they enjoy. Learn more at csbible.com. Again, that's csbible.com. Welcome to Real Talk Christian Podcast, where we drink coffee and have real conversations on faith, culture, and society. I'm your host, Chris Fuller. And I'm Mark, and I'm just bopping at the music. (laughs) And on today's (laughs) episode, we are going to hit on a very hot topic, Mm. but not hot topic. I thought the same thing, not the hot topic store. No, sir. What hot topic are we talking about, Fuller? Today's episode is going to be the battlefield of Disney, and what should Christians do? We're going to dive into it. Mark, are you ready for this conversation? Let's get big red. Let's go. Okay, it's turning red, not big red, it's, Mark. Yeah, big red's the ball Go gum. big red. That's, that's, that's Nebraska. The, that's the gum. Or they're... Oh, oh I forgot yeah, about big red gum. Okay, do you remember gum. the gum back in the day that was most beloved by people called big, Juicy Fruit? Oh, well, that was okay. I was thinking either the Zebra Stripes. Yo! Or... Yes. Or Big, or. big League Chew. Bigly Chew was amazing. That, that like, was the, like the special, the like Bigly Chew, right? Yes, yes, yes. But I only ever got it like once in a while on my like birthday or something like that. I was like, oh, this is the best, and I'd eat the whole package. Mom and, like, spoiled me, man. Every baseball game, I felt like I had some. But here's the deal: Mom would only get me like I would have to ration my bags because uh, if I eat one bag, Mom be like, sorry, that's like your bag for the next like few weeks. Do you so remember like the Bubblicious tape gum? My like, kids, uh, we still buy that for the do kids. You? I remember, <laughs> let me rephrase that. The kids use their allowance money to buy that crap. But let's just say, I mean, hands down. The best gum was Hubba Bubba. Hubba, Hubba Bubba, Hubba Bubba, Bubba was the best, Hubba man. Bubba. The watermelon Hubba Bubba. Yes. And you know what was really nice? My best friend growing up, his uncle or something like that worked for whatever company made the Hubba Bubbas. So we got Juicy Fruit. We got uh, that Wrigley Mint Gum. Yep. We got Big Red. What was the uh, what was the navy blue ice? It wasn't ice mountain. That's water. It was something like with a mountain on it. Uh, I know what you're talking about. All I remember is juicy fruit. I remember one time I was chewing it, and then all of a sudden it disintegrated in my mouth, and I wanted to. Th- what wanted was to the old gum that used to have like the little comic strips with it? Like oh that you yeah, could let- bazooka. Yeah, bazooka, bazooka. Yeah. yeah. No, that's the, that tasted horrible, but it was great. Yeah, Yo, you Gen Z people know have no like, idea what we're talking about. What? But remember that zebra gum? It would like, it would it would be rock hard, and then it'd be like, oh, this tastes so good. After and then five would, seconds, kind of another complete. Well, one. not only that, but sometimes you'd get the weird ones that had been on the shelf too long, and it'd be rock hard. And you'd put it in your mouth, you start chewing, it, and then it would turn to liquid. Did you ever have that? Yes. It was like juicy fruit always did this? that to me. It was just weird. Like it lost its gumminess. I pulled up a picture of like old gums and I don't even recognize half these packages. I thought it was Ice Mountain was that one. That you're well, Ice about. Mountain's a, Ice Mountain is a there was like, water. W- there was like Wintergreen Mountain and then there was Ice, maybe Ice Blast Mountain or something like that. Freedent. Right there. There's Freedent. That has a mountain on it. What about, uh, what is it? Uh, tr- Trident? Trident gum? Remember Trident. That? Well, Trident's still around. <laughs> now, do you have a gum of choice right now? I have a gum of choice. I don't. I have two, actually. Particularly chew gum much anymore. 
I I love five. Five's good. Te- yeah, and I also love Orbit. But check this out. If I have an five actual, lasts longer. if I have an actual stick of gum, this drives Beth nuts. I only chew half a piece. I rip it a half and he half. Two reasons. Number one, that's all my mom would ever give me. So that's just what I was used to. Number two, um, I'm I'm cheap. And so I'm like, hey, you give me 12 pieces. I bet you I can make that 24. And so that's why I did it. And I'm also allowed, like, when I chew gum. Are you a smacker? I'm a smacker. And and, and when I chew gum, best like, you you turn into a cocky, like, basketball player again. I'm like, yeah, because I chewed gum when I played ball. So I, I, I smack, and I got this cocky look if I have too much. But if I just have a little bit, it actually makes me drink less coffee and become less fidgety. Interesting. Fun fact. Well, anyway, so we've talked a lot what about What type of gum, gum do you here. like, guys? Uh, hey, you know Maybe what? Maybe I that's need... a good question oh, for the ice. Facebook group. Remember Dentine oh, Ice? Yeah. They, still have, they still have Dentine But you ice. would open in church and it'd be like... <laughs> yeah, because the tin foil on the plastic. It was like, that was the worst packaging design. <laughs> Especially for church or layman mints. But anyways, awful. if uh, if you well, want to reach out with your favorite gum, childhood gum, uh, head on over to our Real Talk Christian podcast community facebook group yes sir where we have real conversations on an ongoing basis and it's not just mark and i rambling on and on about gum but you you listener you viewer can go on and tell us what your favorite gum is do you remember carefree gum the first sugar-free gum that tasted gross no because i'm not disgusting i'm a fat kid Also, if if you haven't already done this, go over to YouTube and hit that subscribe button and the little bell, ding, uh, the notification bell. And uh, yeah, we're going to have some fun stuff coming up on YouTube, but only YouTube subscribers will see it. So I'm I'm actually looking at our Facebook group right now. Like we've had like, you know, Based off of our last week's conversations, for those who grew up in church, what was your student ministry slash youth group experience like? Sure. What are sure. bouts you've had with depression? Like we, we're talking about all this real stuff. But Johnny, Johnny, what I missed this one, bro. He talked about what's the coolest thing your church does for Easter. They do a sensory friendly and wheelchair accessible Easter egg hunt. That's cool, especially for my daughter who has a wheelchair. Now right. Ava, Ava can a, Ava plays soccer. She does. She's not bound to her wheelchair. But like in a in a well yeah in a couple of weeks for oh I guess next week for spring break we're going to the uh, Indianapolis Children's Museum. We have to take her wheelchair or she won't make it. Right. You know, or I, I say she'll make it because she's got enough pride to do it. But it it's it hurts her, man. Yeah. So that's just really cool. So we're we're having a lot of fun over there. We try every single day to post either fun questions or what can we pray for you about. And we also encourage other members of the group to post questions Please or do. ask things or Please yeah, because then it makes our job. We don't have to post if you post. Nope. And I will say this: if you answer all the questions that we ask you, you're automatically added. People have and, not been answering all the questions and, lately, and it's very easy to answer the questions. They're very not easy. difficult questions. So, but it's been a lot of fun to get to know people. Over it there. has. Has been. But what do you say we jump into the party cues, sir? Oh, we're back to the party cues. Today, you have selected the category of four. Four. I don't know what that means. So we're going to find out. So who are four people you find impressive and why? <gasps> Chris and Janelle Fuller. That's two. Four words. That I don't know. I can't okay, so, so what was it? What Mark f- and Beth Hyde. See, there's two. And Brandon and Marianne Sochet. Four Boom, people four, you find impressive. Impressive? That's Okay, so I would think the one person that I find impressive is actually Matt Chandler, pastor of Village Church, because he has one of the largest platforms. Who used to also go to Mars Hill. Did you know that? 
He went to Marcel. If you look, listen to that podcast, Rise and Fall of Marcel. He was he was part of them, and then he ended up stepping oh, away. Oh no 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 no! He was part of Acts Twenty Nine Network. Maybe that's what and, it was. And no no no! But ch- so check this out. Mark Driscoll started Acts Twenty Nine Church Planning Network. Matt Chandler became the president, and now like he still runs Acts Twenty Nine. But Does they kind of went well, yeah. sucked it away from yeah, well, Mark Driscoll. Well, yeah, they did that a while. Two thousand. But Acts Twenty Nine Network. Yeah, yeah. Acts, like so that. they were part of the Young Wrestlers and Reform. That's what it was, right? Yeah, 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 they, yeah, they were, yeah. They were partners. But the thing with him is he had one of the largest mega churches, and he went, "Yeah, we're going to split these into autonomous churches because." Right. We can't have, like, this isn't the way the church is supposed to be. You're supposed to be under the care of a pastor, not show up to church, do some worship, sure. listen to one guy speak. Like, he goes, that's not how it's supposed right. to be. So he broke up all of his church campuses and did it very well. And he's the most humble guy where every single video or podcast, he hops onto the video and he basically says, hey, I'm glad you're here, but this doesn't count as church. This is supplemental. Go find a church. Which is exactly what we say. Yep. So Matt anyway, Chandler, so I would Matt, say is one. Matt, Matt Chandler's one. Okay. Yeah, we, I don't think we need to do eight total. What's yeah. one for you? Okay. I th- would say probably for me, John Piper. I mean, it's pretty, pretty obvious that I'm a Piper fan, uh, especially if you look at my bookshelf. Um, he's impressive to me because he's got a huge church, right? Mm-hmm. Very popular, yet still very humble. Mm. Very humble. Oh, yeah. And And he is not... He's not one of those. Hey, I want to be the super trendy pastor. He's like, listen, I just want to be. I want to preach the word. This is all I want to do, and and I want to preach it faithfully. And that's just impressive. To here's, me. So here's another impressive guy. Um, well, let me back this up. Beth, my dear, I love you. You are very impressive as well. I had to make sure I get that in there. That's yeah. But so that's I would say Sean McDowell. I'll, 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 that'll be the last one I say because we'll together make four. So you know who Sean McDowell is. I I do. He was he partnered up. Partnered up with my, uh, Mark Driscoll, too. Probably. So Josh McDowell is his dad. Yep. Um, but Sean McDowell, he is a apologist. He's a, I mean, he was a youth man guy, philosophy guy. He's over at uh, Talbot's, uh, the Talbot Seminary over right. at Biola, uh, which stands for the Bible Institute of Los Angeles, but over at Biola, the Talbot Institute. But he has an amazing YouTube channel where he talks to both Christians who are conservative, but like recently he did an interview with someone who is... Um, a right wing Republican woke lesbian. Okay, it was fascinating. But basically, but in in this, con- but he's able to have these conversations and go. So why does say this? Well, this is what Christians believe. So he actually uses his platform to evangelize and witness and share with the gospels and sure. have these conversations. But then he also has tough conversations with progressive Christians, with conservative Christians, with how do we handle wokeness, critical race theory. So he does a lot of research and a lot of apologetics. He's an apologetic teacher. That's what he's, sure, he, sure. he's the, he's one of the professors of apologetics. Right. And so in that, in that thing, not only does he just teach apologetics and write books about it, but I, I watch and listen to him do it. And so I, I I just find that impressive where he's not a progressive Christian. He's a conservative evangelical, unapologetically, who is a brilliant thinker, and he has great conversations. In fact, it, I, they haven't exactly explicitly said this, but I think he's still like best friends with John Steingard. Not best friends, but he's great friends with John Steingard because okay. he's like, I'm not giving up on you because you want to have conversations. I'm going to be the person who has conversations with you. Mm. And I'm like, that's just impressive where he's like, I want to surround myself with people who love Jesus but I'm not going to ostracize myself from people who don't, and I'm going to have those conversations. Like, that's just impressive to me. All right. So I like Sean McDowell a lot in his YouTube channel. Check it out. What's the last one for you? Or not. Uh, but. <laughs> no, but, but again, he preaches the gospel hard, and it's really, it's really, I think, really cool to see. Sure. So go for it. What's your last one? You know, my last one 
would probably, and I'm not trying to score brownie points, but it would probably be my wife, Janiel. It really would be because You're of. you get me in trouble because I didn't go off about Beth. No. And Beth's meatloaf. Hey. Drink your coffee. I will gladly drink my coffee. Anyways, uh, Janiel is a mother, and, and, and like this week, you know, I worked a lot of 10 to 14 hour long days. I didn't see the kids much, but she's always trooped along and taking care of the kids, taking care of the household, taking care of whatever needs I, I have. It's just totally selfish, totally caring for other people. And it, oh, no, she's just, totally selfless, not selfish. That's what selfish. I meant to say. Did I say selfish? Uh-huh. Selfless. I got you, Janelle. Selfless um, and loving and caring towards so many people. Uh, it's just very impressive to me. It just, I, there's not a whole lot of people that are out there that are just like totally about everybody else, um, and self sacrificial. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's just impressive to me. I just, God definitely blessed me and I don't know what the heck she saw in me or why, why she ever decided to go out with me because I wasn't a good person. (laughs) No one knows why. So grace of God. (laughs) But I will say it's been a lot of fun to, hear her on the podcast because like for me, like I've been friends with you and Janiel for years and, and I know a lot about Janiel, but I don't, you, you learn you, more. You, each you day. don't get to hear the full story unless you sit down for hours of coffee and get through the minutia of the day to day. Sure. Whereas you guys were able to just jump in and go, what was it like as a child and with youth group and the, and, and the, and the, and the struggles away. you had and plugged away. And I'm like, this is, it's really cool that I can, Look at you and Janiel, know both of your backgrounds, and now you're together in loving Jesus. And I'm like, how the heck did this happen? If it wasn't for the grace of God. Right. And same for Beth and I. You know, right. she was in Knoxville, Tennessee. We interviewed her on this podcast. That's and how now we, she's we, my wife. Like, what the heck? You found out about her Instagram from a mutual friend of ours. Yep. Yep. Nicole who, used to, who used to be in our small group. Yep. And you reached out and asked if she'd be, be willing to be on for an interview. I, I asked Nicole to be on for the interview, not, not Beth. Like, I asked Nicole Howell to be on for the interview, and she said, no. You want to have Beth on the show. Right, exactly. And then Beth came on to the show, and I think maybe I influenced a little bit by saying, single guys out there, you know, you're crazy. You, you know, she had no idea I was single when we and, recorded. Right, but see, you knew you were single, and you knew she was <laughs> oh, single. And oh, see, trust me, I know, homie. Homie, what, I knew what I was you did single. Is when I, I knew. <laughs> when, I said, when I said that, you were like, Chris, you're right. You know what? I am single. She's a pretty amazing lady, and so I probably should pursue this, and then the rest is history. So. so what I'm hearing you say is we have you to thank. No. <laughs> <laughs> you have God to thank. But anyways. That was, a, that, was, that was some good questions. Maybe we should ask the Facebook that, community. They're, they're that was only one would, question, but. Well, that was, well wait, those are some it was good a long answers, one, yeah. but I think that would be a good conversation for the Facebook group, so get your boat over there. Sure. Uh, let's talk about coffee real yes, fast. What so, are we drinking, bro? This actually is a coffee from Twin Valley Coffee Biblical Ministries Worldwide. Uh, it's helping missions. This is the uh, Papua New Guinea. What's the website again? Oh, geez. I knew you were going to. Uh, CoffeeHelpingMissions.com is the website where you oh, can get this. Um, side note, we don't have a coffee sponsor right we now. We don't. So- but one of our listeners, and I cannot remember his name. You got to look sorry. it up, homie. I do. Uh, he is... The one that roasts this coffee. He works for this company and roasts this coffee. And so he told me about it. And I'm like, well, you know what, dude? I'm going to go out and buy some because you're a listener. And he goes, hey, not only that, but when you buy some, some of the proceeds go to missionaries to help fund the missions around the world. And I said, that is something I can get behind. I love it. And so I jumped on and I bought myself four bags of this just And if just you because. need any site, uh, any help with getting the like website squared away, let me know. 
Yeah, we'll post. I'll, you know what? I'm gonna. No, I'm saying oh, like, that one. I'm gonna post the. Well, dude, it's like a nonprofit. Wait, 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 wait. Get your, get your coffee back up here. I'm gonna take a pretty picture of you while we're on air. But oh, that uh, is very close. But, I'm sorry. But uh, yeah, so say cheese. Cheese. No, so, no, no. Look at me and say cheese. So, anyways, uh, <laughs> what we're <laughs> we're uh, yeah. I want to help out this ministry. I'm gonna put the website in the show notes. So you guys can go just scroll through our show notes. I'm going to put it somewhere hidden in the show notes. You're going to put it somewhere hidden in the show notes. So you have to actually read the show notes to find it. I, I won't make it that difficult. But uh, it is definitely a good cause worth supporting. And you can find all the show notes at realtalkchristianpodcast.com. Exactly. All right. I love it. Why don't you go ahead and read us this long review from Samurai Jack? You bet. Samurai Jack. Wow. One, five, two, three. Um, He says... I <laughs> there's a had, lot had to do it, which I will find out what you had to do, boss. But it, oh, oh side note, did you know like um, Abraham Lincoln, the te- like the Telegraph and Samurais were all living together at the same time? I did. I saw that there. But I really want to know from this listener: Is your name Samurai Jack because your name is Jack, or because of the show Samurai Jack that was back in the early 2000s? Or is your name Samurai? Probably not. That would be dope. But anyways. Right. Anywho, so I just came to Christianity no more than four months ago, and I was looking for something to listen while I deliver food for hours in, at in the time that I spent in the car. I searched Christian Podcast on Spotify, as you guys have heard many times before, and this popped up. Since then, I have not searched for anything else. While I don't always fully get on board with every word said, we, we don't either. You good. <laughs> the manner in which perspectives are presented and the discussions had thereafter are amazing and wonderful to listen to. It's helped me grow in my faith as well as find entertainment to keep me awake on the road. Yeah, well, we are entertaining. entertaining. There you go. Uh, being a new Christian, I needed some pointers on how I should be thinking. And this podcast did it perfectly. Guy is using both of you guys as tools to spread his word, and I know he's very happy with you both. You guys have also made me a little obsessed with getting a CSB, and while I don't have it in the budget right now, <gasps> reach out to pa- us. We, we will send you one, homie. We will send get you a hold one. of us and give us your your address. And we'll send and you we'll, a good study Bible, we'll not just a Bible, a study Bible. We'll send you. We'll send you a a good one. Hundred percent. Seriously, so, we're, seriously, we're not kidding. Yeah. Get a hold um, of and us. while I don't have it in the budget right now, it's absolutely a goal within the next few months to snag one. Thanks for so much for allowing. Oh, thanks so much for allowing the Lord to guide you, th- uh, guide us through you. God bless you, and I hope He brings you all the blessings that this world has to offer. Samurai Jack, thank you, bro. That's so cool. That's a good. Thank one. But you, seriously, get a hold of us uh, for the CS Bible, CSB Bible, CS Bible. Bible. Yeah. So the Christian Standard Bible. Again. You know, we've mentioned it on the podcast before. We're, we're always willing to, to to send a Bible. If you need a Bible, we're going to send one out. So uh, just get 100%. a hold of us, and we will send you a CSB. So seriously, homie, let us know. Send us an email with your address, contact info, and we'll do our best we can to get that out the door quick. We'll we'll, we'll order it, and then we'll let Janiel know. Hey, or if we do, no, no, but we can just ship it where it needs to go. And then we don't even know we worry about us. Well, we can do that, but I also have a swag bag to go with it because oh, they left a review. That's true. That's the true. mini swag. So, see, you're going to get a mini swag and a CSB. There you go. Well, so homie, anyways. we are jumping into a conversation because this is a very hot topic. <laughs> and we should say it's, it's a hot topic issue that we've already covered in episode two. Is Disney causing our kids to walk away from the faith? Yeah, two. So my question is, why are we talking about Disney again? So it's Disney Revisited. Disney Revisited. (laughs) There, you know, it's funny because every once in a while I'll peruse around the internet. Once in a while? And uh, once in a while. You know, once in a blue moon. It's every day. There you Uh, go. There you go. (laughs) But uh, 
I've been recently over the last week trying to keep apprised on what's going on down in Florida with the HB one five five seven bill, the parental okay, so, education so talk to me like bill. I'm, like I'm five. So it's basically a bill that is uh, the there's people there's activists uh, that have said that this bill is the don't say gay bill. That's what they've termed it, right? That's, okay. Um, but it's a bill that talks basically about not allowing identity, uh, gender identity and sexuality um, to be taught in elementary school. That's what it's about. It's parental rights. The parent, parents have the right to disclose or not disclose those things to their children. So I've been like, I'll, I'll check Fox News or whatever because usually you get... I mean, there's a whole lot of stuff that I don't believe on Fox News, but this, you know, I can kind of get what's going on and, the, and kind of the pulse for it. And I've been seeing it a lot lately. And then there's all this controversy over the movie Turning Red. Mm-hmm. and the, Which, But I will say, we both have seen. We, we both watched it in preparation for this episode. We were like, hey, we should probably watch this. So we probably do another episode on Disney because there's a lot of controversy around it. Mm-hmm. And then there's a lot of controversy on the upcoming Lightyear movie. Oh, and, the new Buzz Lightyear movie? Yeah. It's or called, they didn't get Tim Allen to redo the voice? Yeah, so... Uh, there, there's just a lot of controversy going around Disney right now. And, you know, years ago, two and a half years ago, we did the, uh, is Disney causing your kids to walk away? And at the end of that episode, we were like, so is Disney causing to walk away? No, you know, we just think that parents need to definitely watch the content that they allow their kids to see pre-watch it and all that. And that was kind of the basic synopsis, right? But there's a lot more into it, so go back and listen to episode two. <laughs> I will say, we did kind of mess up where it's like, is Disney ruining our kids? And we're like, what's your favorite Disney yeah, movie? Yeah, we're like, hey, what's your favorite Disney movie? Janiel was like, guys. But in honesty, <laughs> right? So in the Fuller household, probably 25% of our, household, our yeah. swag and, and the bedrooms are, are, are Disney, right? We got, we got a lot of Disney in our house. The Hyatt's have a lot of Disney. Actually, as a matter of fact, we're sending a pair of shoes home with Mark tonight. That are Disney. That's and I have clothes for you. And you're that sending, are Disney. That are sending clothes because we share. We share because we care. Aww. Oh wait, isn't that like? Oh, that's scare because we care. See Disney reference. Can't what, help what, myself. What reference? That was uh, Halloween Town. No, Monsters Inc. We scare because we care. So that's right. That's I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Oh, we just watched it the other day. Anyways, uh, this is not a. We're not trying to be like, oh yeah, woo Disney. So we want to talk about. A lot of the controversy that's going on over Disney. And uh, real quick, Mark, I'm going to give you a little bit of a break. A break? You can just sit back, relax, and take it all in. Has anyone ever known me to not talk? So I'm... <laughs> this is true, but... Uh, <laughs> so you're, I, you're, so what you're saying is I you're can, I can mute the microphone. I can go take you can a go, bathroom break. You can I can go, go sneeze. You can go... Can I take a nap? You can go pick your nose. You can... I do that anyways. <laughs> um, no, right, I just no. I just want to read some of the top headlines. Yeah, no, please and do. Some, a little excerpts yeah. from some of the some of the bigger name Christian. Right, this isn't this isn't covering everything because this is called uh, the battlefield of Disney. What should Christians do? Not what should the world do? So I want to take it from a Christian perspective of what these are. What the Christian articles are saying right now, right? Now, are we saying this is these the controversy? That we're agreeing with them or just what what it's? Saying? I'm just stating the top okay. the top. Um, blog posts, news articles, and stuff okay, from yeah. perspective of yeah, Christians. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. So, All right. Let's uh, do it. And then we'll get into the conversation point of it. So the uh, first one is The Demise of Disney and the Attack uh, on Christians in America by Gary Bauer on stream.org. And, again, these are just little excerpts that I found interesting 
um, from these articles. All these articles will be in the show notes. You can go and click on them, read them all yourself. Um, he says, uh, Disney con- uh, contends they are simply taking a stand of tolerance and human rights, yet Disney has no problem doing business with communist China, one of the world's worst abuses of human rights. Disney works closely with the Chinese Communist Party, making sure to be respectful of communist China's rules and values. Communist China is smashing freedom in Hong Kong. It is oppressing Christians. It has concentration camps for Muslims. And communist China is not exactly tolerant of homosexuals. It just banned it just banned, uh, quote unquote, girly men from Chinese media. Also, is not, that the- not in here, but China does not is not going to air the uh, turning red from an article that I, I read, really, which was yeah, because it it uh, goes against the values of the Chinese people. So my my question is, and I'm I'm, I'm honestly just asking. So, but Disney actually works with the Communist Party that goes against everything that well, Disney stands for? According to Gary Bauer, they do. Huh. I, I, I'm not, uh, if you want to go out and fact check these, this is just the, the well, I'm top. Not dis- I'm not saying I disagree. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm just no, no, that's I'm, fascinating. I'm, I'm talking about to our listeners. Though. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> if they okay. want to go out and fact check, that's fine. I'm just giving you the top, little excerpts from the top headlines of Christian news right now. Yep, okay, cool. Um, I'm not saying we agree. I'm not saying we disagree. I'm not saying where we stand. I just want to give some context here why we're having this podcast. Um, so the next one is a New York pastor. This is the title. New York pastor warns parents about de- quote-unquote demonic content in Disney movie, quote-unquote, turning red. This is by uh, Jeannie Law from Christian Post. She said, Turning Red celebrates rebellion against parents, inappropriate dancing, where the main character tells her mother she enjoys gyrating, and the film encourages children to embrace their quote-unquote bad stuff by quote-unquote making room and quote-unquote living with it, the pastor asserts. Uh, I think this is what the pastor says. Uh, I think what happens is we're so desensitized that over time, things that used to be offensive to Christians, unfortunately, I think that we've become accepting of them, Singarelli maintained, and we ignore it, and that's really why I felt burdened to put the word out about this movie. Hmm. Again, that article will be in the show notes. You can read the whole thing, and I think there's a a video on it on YouTube. Next one, uh, title reads, Christians should boycott Disney's new movie, quote, Lightyear. This is from the American Family Association. Uh, again, this is what they say. <clears throat> again, the Florida law is simply designed to protect the youngest grade school children from being taught lies, such as their birth gender might possibly be a freak of nature and they can change it. As a result, Disney quickly abandoned its neutral position for one of total surrender. Chapek apologized to his employees in a letter telling them, quote, you needed me to be stronger, a stronger ally to fight for equal rights. And I let you down and I'm sorry. End quote. As a result, and to the delight of homosexual activists everywhere, Disney has announced it will restore a previously cut lesbian kissing scene in its June Pixar release of the kids' movie Lightyear. Disney doesn't think that that you will care, nor does it think that Christian parents and grandparents will take a stand for their children and grandchildren. I I think you will. Again, that was from uh, the American Family Association. Next one is, the, the headline reads, Disney's LBGT agenda forced me to cancel our Disney World vacation. Uh, slash, this comes from Boycott Disney. Um, and the Fervent Mama is the name of this Fervent blog. Mama. The, yeah, the FerventMama.com is the name of this blog post. It says, uh, 
This is just a mom and a blog post, but this is what she says. Disney isn't just aiming their efforts towards parents of Disney-aged children anymore. They are pointing a desperate finger at the innocence of our youth. Disney is targeting our youth like they are aiming at a big game on a corporate hunting trip. They are banking on corrupt, corrupting the purity of children's minds for the 1%. 1% being the transgender. Uh, there's 1% of transgenderism in America, 3% of the LBGTQ community. Uh, they are no longer making watching uh, a choice, but by forcing it to become mainstream, Disney is telling the conservative family, the Christian public, that they their views hold no worth. In jest, they're subtly encouraging you to conform your ways. Hmm. The next one, <clears throat> this one comes from Michael Faust in Christian Headlines. It says, Disney filmmakers in leaked video adding queerness to children's programs is the goal. And they say Disney executive Carrie Burke told attendees of the meeting that she is the, quote, mother of two queer children, one transgender child and a pansexual child, end quote, and wants to see more LBGT characters in Disney programs. Quote, we have many, many, many LBGTQIA characters in our stories, and yet we don't have enough leads and narratives in which gay characters just get to be characters and not have to be about gay stories, end quote, she said. All right, uh, the next one, this is the very last one, and then you can chime back in here, buddy. I know, you're getting a lot right now. You're like, oh, i got to say a lot. Oh, no, I'm, 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 I'm looking up things as you're talking. Oh, okay. So. Uh, you like how I put all the little things in there? You can just click on I and do. read. So this next one Thank comes you. from Carol, Carol Markowitz from the New York Post, uh, and the headline reads, I'm quitting Disney after seeing it boast about pushing, quote, gender theory, end quote. Uh, and she says the shocking footage also features Disney Parks diversity and inclusion manager Vivian War saying the company has, quote, removed all of the gender greetings, end quote, at the theme parks. No more, quote, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, quote, end quote. No longer was will or no longer will a little girl in a gown be greeted with a, quote, hello, princess, as my daughter has been many times on our Disney World trips. Disney has pushed to the toe of the leftist gender line, and it is doing just that. The executive made the remarks in a company-wide virtual meeting Monday in Florida's about Florida's parental rights and education law, which is the HB 1557, signed that day by Governor Ron DeSantis. Disney had made headlines by uh, for denouncing the relatively staid legislation, which states, quote, Classroom instruction by school personnel or third parties on sexual orientation or gender identity may not occur in kindergarten through grade three or in a manner that is not age appropriate or developmentally appropriate, end quote. There's nothing controversial about limiting instructions on sexual orientation and gender identity for small children. Now it's clear that Disney's commitment to exposing children and inappropriate indoctrination of transgenderism goes far deeper than its opposition to the Florida law. And I will say, this is not, well, well, two things real quick. One is, this is not the first time for Christians to call for a boycott against Disney. No, 1997 it happened. 97, yeah, right. the Southern Baptist Convention. And that's, I wanted to make sure I got that, that year right. And we talked about that in the second episode, where this is not the first time that Disney called for a boycott. And in that episode, we pretty much said, boycotts, you know, if we decide we want to boycott this, you have to be... Let's boycott everything else. Sure. And then at what point do you go, oh, snap, we're Amish now? Sure. And I know a lot of people who do that where now they, they homestead, they raise their own food. And that, there's a lot of Instagram in, Instagram influencers who are 
pushing that lifestyle hard. This is why we homeschool. This is why we grow our own food. This yeah. is why we do this. Is because we want to go off grid because of what the government is doing. And it's so hard, though, because Disney literally is everywhere. Is everywhere. Right. Like, I mean, it, it doesn't matter. It'd be ESPN, uh, Star Wars, Marvel, normal Disney, ABC, ABC, Pixar. I believe NBC now. No, no. N- NBC is still no. part of Comcast. NBC is Comcast. What am I thinking of? NBC is part of Comcast. NBC, then is it Fox? Maybe Fox. Fox Maybe it's is Fox. part of Disney? I think so. Really? I think Fox got bought out this last year. I don't know. I, I, I don't know that one. But 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 either I'll way, you know, up. we have Disney everywhere. And this is not the first time that we have called for a boycott. But this is probably one of the first time where it's not just a random. And I don't want to say random because other Baptists aren't random. They're the largest, largest Protestant on October 21st century television. Oh. So in 2020, they bought them. That's interesting. Um, so, but this is, I would say one of the first times where universally across the board, people are pushing back hard to the point where, you know, I even have the article here where it says, is it DeSantis? Is that how you say the governor's name? Yeah. DeSantis. DeSantis. Yep. Like he's talking about that. He may revoke Disney's self-governing status over this, right? which basically is a fact of, and you were telling me this before, cause I was like, wait, they, they are where they're kind of like, they're, they're their own little group inside of the entire it's like, entire state like they have their own police force and all right. these different things kind of right. like where notre dame which most people don't realize this notre dame ha- is its own city right but it's the university or washington dc district right. of columbia state. That's it's an, its own little right. free 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 standing little place right and so i didn't realize that disney disney had that but now all of a sudden the governor of the state and everyone else is calling for disney to quote unquote be put in their place Well, and it's not so much, I mean, it is and it's not, but it's, I think a lot of the call comes from people saying, Disney, your job is entertainment, not to be involved in politics. Right. And and this is where it gets hard. Get back in your lane. Because like, but Disney will say is, this isn't politics. This is us staying in our lane. This is just the way the world is. So at what point do we look at Disney and say, Christians, okay, you're unbelievers. You you do you, we go and do us. Which some people's like that. Like I know the Daily Wire, they recently came out and said they're putting like a hundred million dollars in then over the next three years, something like that, to create quote unquote non woke entertainment. Sure. Like that's what that's what they're going for. Sure. And so I guess that's part of the struggle that I have is at what point do we as Christians say, even the Apostle Paul says, Don't judge the outsiders. Well, judge those inside the church. So how are we like how are we but, supposed to but, wade through but, this? But know? we've also talked about the responsibility of Christian to influence the world, right? Right. We've had that conversation many a times on this podcast. So where does that come into play, right? Where do we say, ah, you do you, boo, or hey, no, we need to still be like, hey, this is what God says. This is what God says. No, this isn't right. We shouldn't and not be doing even this. just that. And and I'll I'll. But here's the thing: yeah, you, got, yeah. you got kids in school, right? Uh, yeah, you I, got, but we don't put them in public. You school. got kids in private school, though, right? Yeah. So if an edict comes down that every school has to come and teach and teach this uh, transgenderism and sexual orientation to kindergarten and third graders, and they say this school you have to do it or else we're gonna make you close down, it's gonna be law. Then what? Then they ain't going to school. Well, that's my thing. Isn't it a parent's choice at that point, right? So, and I, and I don't want to make this all about that HB one five five seven bill, mm-hmm. um, but I want to I want to talk more about. Disney has always been pro family and that family may look like two women, two men. I mean, they have unofficial gay pride 
days, right, at Disney. And and that's fine. I think they're overstepping a line, though, when they're pushing out certain things, right? So when, once they enter that political world where they're calling for certain things, right, now that they've gone outside of the entertainment world and just, hey, we're accepting here at the park to now, hey, we're trying to force the hands of legislation, uh, I, I just and that's where it's hard because they would say no, we're not getting involved in politics. We're just we're taking care of people. Well, and, and that's that's where this gray line comes from. Not gray line. I'm sorry. That's where the waters get murky right. for us. As but Christians. Go, but what we but what they're this? saying is there's everybody that's against the the bill, right? And mm-hmm. I, I don't. This again, this isn't a political show. This is. But this I don't is wanna, this is faith culture. Life. This right. is culture. Faith it, culture and society. You know, it's a it's a push of uh. Well, they're trying to say that. You know, this bill's anti-gay, anti-gay. And it's like, no, it's anti-appropriation, right? Mm-hmm. This is inappropriate for children to learn. Ages, as we read, kindergarten through third grade, right? That's a very young age. That's Piper's age. That's, I mean, that's that's Elliot's age. That's Sadie's right, age. Right, yeah. It's, it's Yeah, exactly. It, it's so young, right? They don't have the mental capability of understanding this. And... Just like a lot of things, right? I can't force my religion on kids. I can't say, hey, uh, all you kids in public school, you're going to study Christianity, right? Because that's my belief. Right. And I, that's, so because I can't push my belief on your children, why can you push your belief on my children? Right. Because they would say that this isn't a belief. This is just human right. This is human dignity. But that's what and I that's, would say I, about and I think Christian that's morality, the, though. That's where the line gets murky is the fact of we're looking at it through a lens of, now we're getting political, and they're like, "No, no, 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 no! Y'all are just bigots." And I but think that's, that's my the thing, thing is we're coming the, from two different places. I'm, with not, the I'm not disagreeing with no, you. No, but either. with the culture that's all about inclusivity, they are very not inclusive of Christian morality. Hundred percent. They are totally dead set against us and hateful towards us. The very thing they accuse us of, they do themselves. So they're hypocrites, and and I don't understand how they don't see it. And it's like we're not coming from a place where we we're hateful. Well, okay, some people, some Christian groups, Many. are very hateful. Mark and I are not coming from a place of hatefulness. At least that's not our goal. We're coming from a place of appropriateness, mm-hmm. right? So, and, and parental right. That that's really what I focus on, right? It's the parental right of hey, turning red, right? Turning red. There's a lot of controversy around it. It's my parental right to say, no, I don't want my children to watch that. Right, and but, in the same way that, and, it's, yet, and it's not just that movie; it's any movie, right? And yet, I go, "Oh, there's a Beauty and the Beast uh, play at Bethel College, which is Disney, right? Disney Beauty and the Beast. Hey, we're going. I'm taking the girls to go see that because I'm okay with certain aspects, right? And and things that I think are age appropriate. And, and we talked about that with being discerning. Like there's like like okay, like Emperor's New Groove, for example. I love that movie. Oh, so do I. I. Absolutely love it. But the thing that I've also have noticed is. Okay, so so we actually switched what Elliot does. So um, Elliot and, and and the older girls are starting to now. We're having issues with their Alexa. Is he used to go to bed with Disney stories all the time when he would go to bed? And right. it's like classic, like Lion King, and you know, Brother Bear's on there, which we can have that conversation. Um, but even one of the conversations is the fact of when you listen to Emperor's New Groove, the narrator is as pompous and jerkish as 
as as Cusco. Sure. And it's basically it's like, sit down and shut up. This is my show, Kate. And I'm like, I don't want my kid learning that. I don't want him doing that. So we flipped it, and now he does not. He doesn't do Bible stories. He does the God's Big Story right. podcast from the Villa Church with, with Matt Chandler. And because they do Bible stories in such a beautiful podcast edited way, that is just super cool. That I, I would rather have my kids sit there and learn about the virtues sure. and the advent and who Jesus is and those big questions. But that's your parental right, right? That's my parental right. So you can afford to send your kids to a private school. Well, back this up. In Indiana, anybody can. Sure. Because of school choice. Sure, but... It's not the same laws across the other states. 100% no. In Illinois, they, so, my father-in-law is a school administrator. Sure. And I asked him, I said, do you guys do you guys have any discounts? He goes, we do our best with scholarships. But he goes, like, I mean, I'll, I'll display same. it. We we spend pennies on the dollars in our kids to private school in sure. Indiana because of school choice and vouchers sure. and all that. And I, Illinois, they don't. And I don't know what the laws are down in Florida. Maybe you have that choice, maybe you don't. But for but those some that, places do not. Th- for those places that don't, that this is where it sets a precedence, right? This is where you have to be careful because how fair is it to the Christian families out there that can't afford to send their kids to private school or can't afford to homeschool them, and this stuff is being indoctrinated into their children that goes against their beliefs, right? Again, it goes back to uh, we had a podcast episode <clears throat> on should we fight to get God back in school. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yep. And and what was our what was our final thought on that? Nope. It was uh, he would never left the schools. You're not big enough to kick God out of the right, schools. exactly. And so uh, it's it's a, we don't have to push it. We just but we don't. also don't want to. And this is where it gets this is where it gets hard because it's like we flat out say we should not push to make Christianity. Uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Um, oh goodness, what's that terminology called? Um, where basically the fact of America needs to look Christian and Christian needs to look America. I can't think what that terminology is for, yeah, for some basically reason. Basically pushing the values down people's throats. Uh, not even just values. Bible but the, bashing. But the faith. Because we right. have everyone from different faiths, and that's just not the place for it. But people will talk about, okay, let's talk about gay rights, right? Do I believe that gays have rights as humans? Yes, because they're human. Yes. Do they have rights to attend schools and to walk into places and, and not have to go through these crazy sex hormone therapies? Yes, and so they would say, okay, well, then we have the right to have our viewpoints shoved into the schools, too, if yours are in there. And now all of a sudden I go, or, I mean. Or how about this? We just teach yeah. history and math and language, and there is no political view either side. How about we just do like, that? But, like, this is what happened. This is what these people believe. That's called history, right? Right. But people, With no agenda. But people even try to interpret history because, like, when we look at history, right. with Christopher Columbus, how we learned it is very different than how they learned it today. Right, but that's what I'm saying because they're interpreting it and there's interpretation going on rather than this is what happened. Right. right. This no is inter- what happened. No interpretation. I'm going to read the story of what happened. And then you take it for what it is. But we also need to figure out what's right and what's wrong in some of these things. But too. who teaches that? Who Who's to teach what's right and wrong? For us as Christians, we would say the in gen- God in the Bible. In general, who teaches what's right and wrong? Um, I, I, two things: parents and society. I was, I was going to say parent. I was going to say parents or culture based on who you ask. Parents and society, and society based upon so, yes, laws, right? Right. But where do those laws come from? They have to come from some moral sure, standard. Sure, sure. But it's not our job to dictate the moral standard, right? The moral right. standard is set. The moral standard is the moral standard. <clears throat> it's the set standard of, of morality, and then there's um, state laws, legislative laws that are out there, like hey. It's not morally wrong to go over the speed limit, but there's a speed limit for a reason, right? That's the right. law. 
right? Mm-hmm. There's and nothing, you can get a ticket for There's speed. nothing morality of going 75 in a 65. There's nothing against morality, except for that you're breaking the law. law. Except for you're breaking the law. And then but when you go on, the law? But then when you go on the Autobahn, you can go that fast because that's the law. Right, exactly. And so that's the thing. That, those are the two things. Parents, no, right? I agree with they, it. Yep. they teach morality. Yep. Or they should teach morality. And society teaches morality and just just legislative laws. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't have to be interpretative, right? Mm. Of what's right, what's wrong. There, there's morality, all right? So me spitting in your face is morally wrong. That's just morally but wrong. But then the question would be is why is that morally wrong? But whose place is it to teach them why, right? Mm-hmm. It's the parents' place. Uh, am I taking God out of it? That's that's my opinion as an American citizen that I believe wholeheartedly that it's the parent's job to teach that child spitting in somebody's face is wrong. Mm-hmm. It's not the school system. The school systems teach them how to read, how to write. I mean, you know me; I'm a homeschool kid, and I plan on homeschooling my kids. So I think it's actually the parents' responsibility to make sure their kids learn what they need to learn. But that's just that's a difference of opinion of a lot of people, and I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but I think that, uh, that when it comes to morality, when it comes to that, that's stuff that we should instill in our own children, and especially as Christians because we are Christians. Our morality, our right and wrong, is going to look way different than the world's standard, mm-hmm. right? Because we go by God's standard, which is actually the standard that everybody should go, be going by, but they don't. right? So we actually hold ourselves to a higher standard than right. what the world does. Mm-hmm. So the LBGTQ community is going, hey, you're wrong. It's against our human rights. And we're sitting here saying, listen, <laughs> we're telling you this is going to end up very badly for you. The way you're, the line you're drawing is on the wrong side of the fence. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're just letting you know whether you want to believe it or not, that's up to you. But again, there's that identity. It's an identity crisis, right? Going on. And we've talked about this, that they're identifying with a sin. It's like if I identified where I go around and I no longer call myself Chris, I call myself, well, I'm pornography and you just need to accept it, right? Gay and gayness is not a is not an identity. It is a thought process of who you th- see yourself as mm-hmm. and you see yourself as what we believe to be sin based upon what God says in his word. And, and I'll say this too, there and and even if you look at the non-Christian world and in secular psychology and medical journals and whatnot. They're actually talking about the fact of these gender studies are super harmful to the point where John Hopkins will not perform gender gender switches right. on kids under a certain age. Like they're like that's that's actually child abuse. Right. Um. You hear these people who basically say of oh we're not going to force boy toys or girl toys on uh, those gender. We're, let, we're just going to let them pick, but we're going to make sure they pick the girl stuff if they're a boy. We're going to make sure they pick the boy stuff if they're right. a girl. Whereas I look at my kids, I got you know my daughter Evie who is obsessed with all things princess, right. all things cute. Right. Purses, glitter. She wants. She wants. She homegirl is gonna be a girly girl. Sure. Then I got Lucy, and Lucy is Elliot's wrestle buddy. Sure. They're three years apart. She loves Spider Man, but she also. I mean, she also loves other things. She loves red pandas. Um, but her favorite things are Spider Man and Batman and all these different things. And we didn't force it on them. That's right. just. But those are inanimate objects that they just get to enjoy. Right. It's wrong for me to look at Lucy and go, Oh, Lucy. You, you like boy things, you're either born the wrong gender or but you're exactly. gay or all these different things. Where it's like, no, 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 no. You haven't said anything to Lucy, so Lucy no. still goes, I'm a girl. 
Because I've got girl parts. Exactly. And <laughs> and the chromosomes and, right. and all these different things. And it's the fact of, you know, you're born male and you're born female. And some people can't even answer that definition of what makes a man a man and what makes a woman right. a woman. Now, the, you, you can be born male. In the words of Matt Chandler, you can be born a male and still be a boy. It's time for you to grow up. But right. as far as gender goes, that's how this thing works. And there's even secular psychology that goes behind it of, no, this is the way it actually is. And there's actual studies of people who you know, either transitioned and then uh, de-transitioned, Yeah, regretted it. And then there's other people where they're like, you know, I was just trying to figure this out. And to be honest with you, I know girls that I went to high school with where they were best friends with another girl. In today's culture, they'd be like, oh, you two are gay. And back then they're like, no, we're just best friends. Right. Why Why do we have to be gay? Right. And I actually have a strong opinion that it's, and, and don't take offense to this if, if you're working on your gender identity and all these different things and you're struggling with same-sex attraction, but it's, it's obvious that it's also cool to be gay and experiment with that and figure it out. Society has made it something to be desired. Right. And just society because, has, and just because you know it's it's becoming normal in society doesn't make it okay, right? You know, right? Well, it's not okay. Scripture says it's not okay, so I, I can't argue. You can't you can't apologize for what God says. You just right. can't. I'm not, I'm not going to. There there's certain things that God God says for a man to lie with a man is an abomination, and the Lord hates it. Right. For a woman to lay with a woman is an abomination, and the Lord hates it. That's God. Ah, it, I can't argue that, and I'm not going to make an excuse for that. That's just what Scripture says. And when you look at society over the years, it actually makes sense. Now, I will say this before because we got to answer some of these Disney questions. Right. There's a sermon series that Beth talks about all the time. She's been actually up my butt for me to finish it because I never finished the sermon series. But it's called, from 2014, Matt Chandler. Man, homeboy's name's coming up a lot for, out of somebody's my mouth Somebody's a little obsessed. Well, no, somebody's been listening to his sermons again a lot recently. All I got to say is we got to start limiting. You're only allowed to talk about one thing one time. Meatloaf. No, that's you've already spent that. You got can't talk about it. No but more. so, See? but so, anywho, so this one dude, some random pastor down in at the Village Church in Texas, and I can't really say his name since I've already said it twice. No, but but Matt Taylor has a sermon series called "A Beautiful Design," where he actually talks about two 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 uh, two sermons are the setup. Three are on you know what it means to be a man, and then there's a like a, a in between sermon, and then three on what it means to be a woman in the same categories as a man, and then a wrap up. And it's one of the most beautiful things that the fact of God made us of equal worth, uh, equal dignity, value, and worth, but he did make us different. And when we learn to live in those differences, our world and lives actually become better. Sure. It's a cool sermon series. Well, and we've talked about being made in God's image, transgenderism. We've talked about these issues in the past. And I mean, we're rehashing things that we've talked about. Encourage you to go back and listen to those if you want the full context of what we're talking. And if about you can't here. find those episodes, go to RealTalkersPodcast.com, Click the little search icon or Just hit type the, a word in in the mobile menu. You have to click the mobile menu, then right. search for it. Right, and then you can search "Made in the Image of God" and boop, it'll pop right up. But we gotta get into some of these Disney questions, my so friend. So I think we've kind of covered. So the, should Christians stand against wokeness? We've kind of been talking about wokeness, right? And you wanted to give the exact definition. You still right. got it up. So yeah. give the exact definition of wokeness. We'll kind of tie tie up with everything we just said because we're we're already at 50 minutes let's just be honest we got to try to try to bring it quickly and i mean we've talked a lot so um while you're pulling that wokeness is an english adjective meaning alert to racial prejudice and discrimination so we've kind of talked about that in everything that we've talked about right we've talked about there's discrimination that the lbgtq feels that's going on right now 
and we could say the same thing. There feels like discrimination against Christian society as well. So mm-hmm. there's, it's both sides. Um, as Christians, though, what should we do? Should we stand against companies and industries like Disney? We kind of talked about this in episode two, right? Where we said that if you stood against everything that we would never have, like Walmart, Target, like Kohl's, uh, Aldi. I mean, there's all these companies that we'd never be able to do anything or get anything because if we stood against everything because we disagreed. Shoot, homeboy, we didn't even be able to talk to each other because we disagree on things. So... I mean, you know what I mean? We wouldn't put our content on YouTube. We wouldn't put our content on Facebook. We wouldn't put our podcasts on Podbean or Buzzsprout or any of these things. And even like we read in the review today, even Samurai Jack says, I don't agree with everything. And that's fine, right? So this this is where it comes to discernment, right? You have to listen. And there's that old saying that I've I've grown up with. It's, uh, you know, you eat the fish and you spit out the bones. You know, there's things that you may not see eye to eye with or agree with. You spit them out. Now, when it comes to the Disney transgender like big picture picture. this whole thing um i for myself will choose not to let my kids watch certain things i for myself will choose not to watch things unless it's in preparation for this within reason Mm -hmm. and then i will choose not to go to disney on gay pride parade they are gay pride days or whatever and and there's a lot of things that i will choose not to do for me and my family now i'm gonna go tell you to go do this no I don't believe in cancel culture, right? I think right. the cancel culture is God needs to cancel humanity, and then the culture will be better because we won't be around <laughs> to screw it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so uh, cancel culture, to me, it, cr- Christians are called to love. We're called to love in every situation. Speak truth and gentleness and love, mm-hmm. and we can do that. We can say, hey, listen, this is not okay. But to get to the point where we're going to affect people's businesses or mental states or anything like that, I'm totally against. I'm, I'm against Christians that hate gays. I'm against Christians that hate transgenders. I'm against Christians that hate Disney because they support these people. I, I'm against that. I, I am all for we need to to win, win the hearts, souls, and minds of people, not through ourselves, but by showing the love of God, right? And what he did for us, because we don't know who's saved and not saved, and we don't know who will be saved and not saved. But I do think there's something to be said about making sure we know who we're loyal to, because I think of the New Testament church. Well, I'm not talking about loyalty. Well, right, right. (laughs) And and so, like, in the New Testament church, the... To be honest, the emperor would have... He has no problem with Jesus. He had no problem with Christianity. But the thing with Christians is they said, no, 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 Caesar's not Lord. Jesus is Lord. Right. And they would not bow the knee to Caesar. Right. And so I think that's what a lot of Christians are going to push back on that thought process of the fact of by you even allowing Disney into your home, you're bowing the knee to Caesar and not following Jesus. And and that's... And I think that's that's where a lot of these Christians are coming with the fact of it's it's all or nothing because Disney's so engrossed in it. And then I will say, right, we look at Walmart who supports the LGBT community, Target, Target every other Amazon. food store. Am- oh, yeah, Amazon. Oh, my goodness. Or how about your cars that you drive? Ford, GM, Tesla, all these cars that you drive, There's, there's, they support things that we don't get behind either that are unbiblical. At what point are you going to say, okay, I have to, I'm going to live life. And, yes, this is entertainment. We don't have to have the entertainment. Um, but there is a lot of good things that, Disney has put out right in the past mm-hmm. um, that have, uh, I, again, I think of Encanto, you know, it, it talks, 
and it teaches great value of how important family is above everything. Cars. I like Carter Lightning McQueen. Right. So Ka-chow. Bazinga. <laughs> oh, wait, that's... The, but seriously, but that talks but, about friendship and, and so, you know, not and doing loyalty, everything for yourself right, and exactly. not being selfish. So there, there is a lot of things that I'm to okay mater. with. I'm okay with my kids watching, and there's a lot of things that I'm not okay with my kids. I mean, but isn't that how we grew up, though? Like, I mean, I grew up with, like, I could watch certain things, and I couldn't watch certain things. Sure. And this is what I loved about mom is mom never gave us the answer of, well, that's just the way it is. Right. Now, sometimes she would say... Just don't watch it. We'll talk about it later because she's actually doing something. So well, they, they, or, mom would say, we just can't talk about it yet. We'll talk about it at dinner. Or you, and here's you, you try to explain it and they don't understand. You'll say, oh, just because um, this is what mommy and daddy are saying or mommy's saying or daddy's saying. And um, you'll understand when you get older and I'll re-explain it to you when you're older. Right. Yep. You just don't understand it now and I can't explain it any other way to make you understand it right now. Right. That's our job as parents is to protect our children, which and, is again going back to that. We have to have a series, and, and that's something that you know a lot of people, like I know Felicia Masonheimer, Ryan Coatney, a lot of people who work in children's ministries. The fact of you know it all uh, raising Christian kids never happens on accident, but it's always a miracle. Right. Is it takes intentionality, right. and not just being lazy. And and we talked about this. I mean, this is actually we were going to talk about this, but like on my kids' tablets, all the kids we took off Netflix, right? We took off. I think we took off Disney Plus. And the only way they can watch any sort of movie on their device is through the Movies Anywhere app. Which is preloaded. I right. pay for those movies. Right. And they have a kid version. So, like, we have adult movies like King Arthur and, right. uh, like, the um, uh, the, the, the Bourne series is on. They're, like, movies right. that I'm, like, my six-year-old doesn't need to watch Jason Bourne. Right. Your boy needs to watch Jason Bourne, but he doesn't <laughs> need to. But, you know, they have all of these movies where it's, like, I know what's on my kid's tablet. Right. I don't just go willy-nilly. And if I see them doing something, I'm like, you don't need to do that. And then I'll make it go away. Well, and coming back down. But that, and, that's and, my responsibility as a parent. To, boiling it down to everything. I mean, uh, you and I both talked about this. We haven't made up our decision or our minds 100% of what are we going to do with our families? Are we going to boycott Disney? Are we going to cancel these things? We haven't made that decision. But I'm saying. Right now, I'm not. Overall, right. Right now, I haven't decided to. So, But the decision that needs to be made at Christians, and I think this is the point where I was trying to circle everything around is just because things are happening that you don't like, don't love any less, mm -hmm. right? Love these people because you can't expect anything else from these people. But the world will also not understand your choices. They, they will not. And you have to stand for righteousness. You have to stand for righteousness, but love the snot out of them while you're standing for righteousness. And that's what I'm saying. Speak truth and gentleness and love. But love. Bring people to Jesus. Don't love and not say nothing. I'm not saying that. I'm saying speak truth in gentleness and love. So how would you say is a proper response and how to speak that truth in love regarding this stuff with Disney? You know, I, I honestly... Will, that's where I am personally struggling. I honestly will say I'm struggling with that mm -hmm. <laughs> because it, it is. It's a difficult question to answer. Um, and part of it is because, man, I love Disney. <laughs> like I yep. do, I, and I'm going to be honest. I love Disney. But like you're, I'm but a you're Disney a, guy. But you're also a uh, you're a you're, you're a drama and performance guy. You were oh, trying to get man. into animation back in oh, the day. Like so you have much. a love for the, this the is, art. This is, you yes. have a love for the art. Yes, I, I yes I do. And and, and storytelling and all that. It's very like Disney to me and to Janelle and to our kids. Probably because of us. I mean, we love it. We it's magical to us. It's not. We know it's not real magic. Like we're not like, oh my goodness, princesses are real. No, we're not. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying when we we went to Disney this last summer, 
right? Summer of 2021. Yeah, Beth and I did too. And and there was a struggle because my in-laws had COVID and, and all this stuff. And while we were down there, and they still wanted us to go, so we felt bad for going, but we still went, and we had a magical time. <laughs> and it's like... Tear, it tears us apart still to this day because it's like, we feel so bad, but we had such a great time, but we feel so bad. And yeah, so anyways, um, but just just being there, the atmosphere, and and they are, some, I still think they really think they're being pro-family. I really think they, that's, that's what I they think, think. I think they believe it. They think it. Um, but they also I are unapologetic think, about the agenda. I think some of these people that say, we're going to force gayness down and every character is going to be gay and we're, we're going to have more gay and more transgender. That's where I take issue, right? This is where my mind goes, I can't get behind that one because now you're pushing agendas, right? You're pushing views. Why, why, why do we have to push those views? Why, why do we have to say, hey, every character from now on, every Disney movie, hey, we're going to have a lesbian's kissing in a kid's movie. Why? We don't have to have heterosexuals kissing in a kid's movie. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with no kissing in a kid's movie. How about that? Can I say that? Just be okay. teach I mean, morals and values. Let's let's just... And, and But they will say that that is teaching morals and values of how to accept those who are gay and bi and pansexual and all those things. I look at, I look at Encanto, right? Right. <laughs> There's like a hint at a relationship going to start like near the end of the movie and then at the end of the movie. And that's it, right? There's no relationships. They don't have to kiss. It's, also, it's about the family and building the family core. Did, so, did you notice the anti? Uh, I, I'm, I'm classical feminist, but did you notice the fact of when? Uh, what's the main premise of the story? Is the fact of um, with with uh, abuelo and abuela? No, no, it's um, yeah, it's abuelo and abuela, right? Grandma and grandpa. So yeah, the grandpa sacrificed. He be, he stepped up as the man to protect his family. Right. It. Then the wasn't the mom that stepped up; it was the dad. So I'm like, these are classical things that are just ingrained into us, right? Right. They're good values to right? have, right? Yeah. And so to me, I, I just like to me, I can grab that movie and I could say that's why I say it's my favorite movie now, and be, I I love the values that it taught. Um, and it didn't have to. I don't know. You know, there's been speculation. People go, oh, Lu, the Louisa character, the big strong one, mm -hmm. is that she was gay and this, and she's a lesbian, and that's no. why she's masculine and blah blah. And that's blah. what I'm saying. Is we and I'm like, so they fast didn't to put titles. On yeah, it. they didn't. They didn't. Women can be. They strong. didn't come out and make that. I mean, that's what I'm saying though. Like, Jillian Michaels probably <sighs> could kick my butt. There's just so much that we we jump to conclusions for, or other people jump to try to push something. It's like, why? Just let it be a wholesome movie for kids. For kids. Kids don't need to know. Kids don't need to know about the birds and the bees at five years old, right? I got a five year old, a four year old, and a two and a half year old, and I don't want my kids exposed to that. They don't need to know that their minds aren't developed enough to handle that, whatever way you believe, right? Mm -hmm. Christian or non Christian, it doesn't matter. Kids are not. Let them be kids. Let them be kids. And we in the world, right, not just Christian world, but the world in, in general, do not let kids be kids. We make them grow up fast because of our agendas, whether Christian agendas or whether wokeness agendas, right? My kids don't look at me and see color. They look at their friend Mia. That's what they see. Mm -hmm. They don't think anything of it. I, I just, I do not understand why we continue to have these arguments about, uh, especially Disney, and this is where I have the problem with Disney, is that they're trying to push these agendas when they don't have to. Just let the kids be the kids. Put out wholesome entertainment. 
family-friendly entertainment. That's all you got to do. And this is, this is where th- I struggle because I, I, I understand their verbiage where they'll be like, well, we're if, if we don't push a gay agenda, we're pushing a straight agenda. No. So how do we answer that? Don't push it. Have a single character. Don't push any agenda. How about that? Like don't don't even push sexuality in terms of you don't have to boy girl girl boy 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 girl girl just like 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 just have a good wholesome entertainment yeah uh, there there doesn't have to be there does not have to be gender sexuality pushed in any any wholesome movie right you just don't have to mm-hmm. now when I want my kids to watch something Christian with Christian values and stuff guess what I have Minnow and I have them watch shows on Minnow what's, talk about. what's what's Minnow talks it's like phil vischer's oh okay. he, he started it but it's got like um but what are what's in the bible you almost said but what does the bible yeah, i know yeah but old what, uh, what's in the yeah the old school veggie tales it's got coco what is it coco and oh the Marsha. no it's coco and Marsha. it's got the it's got the old green bear in it too oh um laura smith got elliot hooked on that uh um, yeah i don't know ba- what's going ba- but Coco and Marsha are like this coffee cup and this Marsha. It's like a cocoa cup and a marshmallow. Oh, really? <laughs> and they, they do the Coco and Marsha talks. It's like a podcast. They, like, they're hosting, but it's only like two seconds or two minutes long, and they always run short before they get to their guests. And I'm like, Boz. Boz, that's what it is. Yeah. Boz. But so that, you know, when I want my kids to have those types of values, I have them watch that type of show. When I want them to just have entertainment, dude, I, I slap on Bluey, like on Disney Plus. Like they teach good family values. And they're not pushing on, anything on Disney on Disney. And so again, that's why I can say, okay, I, as a parent, I, as a Christian parent, I'm going to choose what my kids are going to watch. Again, it goes back to so what we talked here's about another question. Two. Do you think it's fair for Disney to create content for all as a Christian who we, yes, we disagree with pushing. I agree with you too. I agree with you, but is it wrong for Disney to create values for all spheres of life? And then we, as the parent, get to decide what our kid watches. You know, like, is that a bad thing? And should we expect anything less from a secular company? I do not expect anything less from a secular company. This is all not shocking to me. Mm-hmm. It's, sad, it's sad. Very sad. But it's not shocking. I expect nothing less from a, mm-hmm. a, a, a worldly company who's out to make money. <clears throat> and they can hit, make more money if they include transgenderism. Because right, at the end of the day, Disney's in it, 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 Disney in it to, to make the money. That's man. all they make care the about. monies. They want the monies. They that's want the all they care about. Now, I think, I think there's going to be a, a mass canceling from a lot of people. I think there still are a lot of Christians or a lot of people that don't want to. And honestly, that's okay. You have the right to do that. I don't want to go to Chicago during Gay Pride Parade and watch guys and girls make out with each other. Nor will I expose my kids to that. But guess what? I don't like my kids seeing my heterosexual friends making out either and being all over each other. Guess what? I don't want to hang around that either. So <laughs> it's just, again, it's appropriateness and it's not appropriate. So, uh, now can I ask you a personal question? That sure. has nothing to do with Disney. Do you think it's okay for gay pride parades to happen in cities in America? From which standpoint? From a Christian standpoint? Just, are you okay with it? Am I okay with it? No, but I'm not okay with a heterosexual pride parade either. <laughs> Again, I don't think that it's appropriate. We don't have to do that. I don't have to be all over my wife in a pride parade, nor do I want 
other people to be all over each other in pride parade. But it's also good to show your let your kids see affection of what true love and marriage looks like. There's a difference between that and showing grotesque. affection, right? I can hold my wife's hand. Right. You're I not going to let your kids watch Fifty Shades of Grey because that's that's heterosexual pride. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, that's what it's about. I'm not going to go and turn on pornography because I want, you know, oh, well, this is heterosexual or, hey, this is whatever. This show this shows the good value of a man and a woman, you know, having sex. No, I'm not going to do that. There, it's not appropriate for them. Mm-hmm. People have taken their what's supposed to be done inside the bedroom and inside the household and put it on a public display, right? P- PDA, too much PDA out there. Public displays of affection, if you don't yep. know what I'm talking about. We're, we're, we're Christian, Christian college kids, so you but, know. But uh, uh, it's, just, it's just too much. It's too much. I can Showing affection in my kids... My kids can see how much I love my wife by how I talk to my wife, how I treat my wife, how I hold her hand, how I sit and cuddle with my wife. But I don't have to be all over my wife necking her. You know what necking is, right? I sure do. Okay, I just want to make sure. I sure do. I'm, <laughs> I'm young, but I know. But I felt that because I was at a restaurant once, and even Beth and I were like, okay, y'all can stop. It's uncomfortable. There's, there's some family members, and I won't say anything beyond that, but there's some family members that get a little handsy and touchy and all over each other at family gatherings and I tell you what I'm uncomfortable over over it and it's a man and a woman and it's family to me and I it's like this is uncomfortable why do you have to do that it's beyond just showing affection right that's they're doing things that need to be done in the bedroom right those that's the when you're all over and like hugging and rubbing and that that's a bedroom thing that's between a husband and wife you don't need to put that on display for your children you don't need to put that on display for anybody else it wasn't meant for that. So going back to, to to land the plane with the Disney conversation, we as parents have the responsibility to make those decisions for our kids. Yes. And, and to be honest with you, they're going to be different. Like, for example, I personally have never watched uh, Princess and the Frog. And I have, and, and I don't let my kids watch. And the reason is, is because I honestly have had too many horror stories from uh, – missionaries about uh, Bob Goff right. about voodoo and witchcraft sure. and, and that it's actually demonic powers. Now right. people can say, well, that's the same with the Chinese stuff and turning red is the same with or this Mulan over here, or, or Hercules or this or, or this yeah, or right. this. I also love, I love studying Greek, but not study. I used to study Greek mythology just right. because it was like, whoa, y'all yeah. believe this stuff. Right. This is crazy. Um, but you know, but Beth, Beth owns that movie and she was okay with it. Because she was like, well, it's the same as, as, as viewing the magic as anything else, and we're, we don't live under the power of darkness. But, you know, because of me, like, we don't watch that. But we also have slightly different opinions on that. But we both have a reason why. And right. so I think that's what it is, is. Us as parents, we need to have a reason why. Some people, I think, are called to take the hit on social media and write the post that they write. But then again, I don't know if everybody is called to do that either. Right. You know, and what we're called to do as parents is to raise our children. And I think some of the issue comes in, in just the simple fact is the fact of, are we lazy as parents and okay with other people taking that responsibility Mm. for us? Now, granted, our kids do have tablet time and our kids do have phone time. It's very rare. I mean, I I chalk it up to like my mom would, we didn't really play video games during the week on school nights, Mm. but Friday nights, Saturday mornings, like that was a thing that we got to do. I mean, I mean, I I played sport games. That's all I ever played or I played sports outside. So that was how I was built and wired. Whereas, you know, I know other kids who, who code at the age of like eight. Mm -hmm. And so like there's different kids who do different things. But at the end of the day, I'm the parent. I'm not my kid's friend. And we're trying to teach our 10 year old that. 
Right. If she well, mom's mom's like my best friend, and we're like, no, she's not. She's your mama. She 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 can you can do friend things with your mom, mm. but she's your uh, friend things as in like you can go to the mall together and go shop. But she's your mom. End of the right. day, I'm I'm the dad, and I have the responsibility to raise my kid the way they need to be raised and be unapologetic about it. But at the same token, this is where it gets hard. Is okay. Well, are Christians called to be set apart and different, or are we called just to be weird? Mm. I think there's Christians that are just weird. But then there's Christians who are not weird, but they still are, are set apart for certain, for, mm. uh, set apart themselves for certain things. And at the end of the day, even as adults, just because you and I have the rights and abilities and the opportunities to watch certain movies doesn't and shows doesn't mean we're going to. Right? Like we talked about it. As a Christian, can you and I watch Game of Thrones? We watch whatever we want. Sure. Are we going to? No. You, everything is allowable, but not everything is profitable. I believe there's a scripture on that. Hundred <laughs> percent. So, and and that's the thing is we have to be oh each let each man be convinced of his own mind, which right. means live by I, your convictions. And I don't want to say it like the class. Oh, just do the research and do the reading. But at the same time, yes, do that. But be prepared to give a defense for the hope that you have. Right. right. And I think that's where where it kind of lands is be prepared to give a defense, not be prepared to go on offense. Be prepared to give a defense for the hope that you have which is Jesus. Right. And if we're trying to disciple our kids, if we're trying to raise our kids right, if we're trying to do these things, yes, okay, we can watch certain shows. We can watch certain movies. I love Lion Guard. I, that's one of my favorite shows. I enjoy Lion... Mark Hyde enjoys Lion Guard. Mark Hyde kind of enjoys Super Y. Mark Hyde hates uh, Blaze from Nickelodeon. Cause it's it's no idea. boring. But so that's, that's the thing. It's the fact of... We all have different, I would say we all have different standards, but we all need to live by the same principles and have a reason why. So when it comes to boycotting Disney, if you're like, you know what, for us, we just got to cancel Disney right now. We don't know what's happening, but we're just going to cancel it. Cool. That's okay. Go for it. We're still going to go to Disney because we want to go to Epcot because we want to explore around the world. Go for it. But at what point is, are we as Christians going to have to look at Disney and go, where's the line in the sand where it's like, you know what? We just, we just can't. Well, and I think that's the and conversation that the, needs to be had. But the beautiful thing with America is we don't have to. Right. Go to Cedar Point. Right. Go to go to Holiday World. But that's my go thing. Go somewhere else, and I, you know? And this will be my final thought. Yeah, is that, that, that was mine. I'm going to make that mine. All right, I'm going to land the plane. Land then. the plane, homie. So that's, it, it's all about having those conversations now of what, with whether you're single, married, you know, you're living under a parent, whatever, having those conversations as a family mm-hmm. of where is that line going to be for us, right? That Where is that conviction going to be? Now I'm sinning because I'm going against my conviction by continuing on doing this. Mm-hmm. And so you need to figure out where your conviction is at with uh, it. But I also don't think it's bad to constantly ask, like, okay, is this conviction still correct? I don't think that's always a bad thing. Well, I'm not saying that, but you know? where well, I'm is... Where's the line in the sand, mm-hmm. right? And if that's the line in the sand and you're going to question it, why are you questioning it, first of all? Right. right? Well, I'm thinking of like movie theaters. Like people are like, we, we, don't, go to, we don't go to the house of movies because it all goes to this, this, this. And we're like, mm, actually, no, it doesn't. <laughs> but it doesn't matter, right? Because right? that's a different conviction. That's not your conviction. And, and why are you pushing a conviction? If it's not a sin, why are you trying to tell them that their conviction oh, is about I'm just trying for you to give me a like if you can't give me a good reason is your conviction wrong that's but, just all I'm asking but again if if wrong? it's not a sin right if 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 you go into a, a movie theater is 
not convicting to you, but it's convicting to me. Why are you trying to convict me that it's not a conviction? I'm not trying to convict you. I'm just asking the question. But of why, why am I trying to convict you that it's a conviction of mine? It's not. It's not a sin either way. So and that's why, why, why I love the podcast because you and I, I just, I touched your leg. That's right. You and I get to have these conversations. Sure. I think people just sometimes need to just sit over a cup of coffee and chat. Sure. But uh, have a chit chat. Sorry. I, apparently I had more final thoughts. See, <laughs> I'm, I'm just, done. I'm, 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 and I am. We're just gonna we're just gonna disconnect your microphone and then well, no I, I'm just kidding. I muted myself. <laughs> you can, muted now myself. you're just coming in over like an echo. Anyways, but uh, find out what your convictions are. Where is your line and where is your standard and stick to your standard because if you're going against your convictions, now you're at the point where you're sinning. Everything is allowable. Everything is not profitable, right? So, and I don't want people to be like, well, see. Chris, you know, Fuller and Mark are saying that, hey, looking at pornography, it's allowable, so I can do it. Well, that's not what that scripture means. What it, not what we said. What it means is you can do it, but it's not good for you, and it's not pleasing to God. And everything we should do, we should do to please God. To the Corinthians good, 10.31. Right. So uh, if you're going to make a stance, make the stance not because you're listening to somebody else, but because this is a conviction that you have, or this is the conviction that you and your family have. And then stand by that conviction. Don't compromise on your conviction, but you also don't have to convince somebody else of your conviction, right? Their walk with God is their walk with God. And your walk with God is your walk with God. And though we lean on each other and we're called to judge and say something to one another when there's a blatant sin, if it's not a blatant sin, then let them do what they're going to do and you do what you're going to do and, and live by your convictions. But once you start getting to that point where you're going to force your convictions on somebody else, now you're sinning against them and they're sinning, you know, it's just not a good thing. And I talked about this um, in the in a few episodes ago about uh, how I, I got convicted while podcasting and I actually went back to my mother-in-law when I she took a hard stance of, we're not going to watch anything PG-13 or above. And I was trying to get her to watch Saving Mr. Banks, Disney movie, which is rated PG-13. And I was like, there's like one swear word in it. And, and there's a, and PG and, movies and, have and, swear words and the, in them And the father deals with alcoholism. And that's it. She's like, I'm not going to watch it. I'm like, you need to watch it. I'm just going to turn it on. And I kept pushing and pushing and pushing. Guess what? I was a stumbling block at that point because her conviction wasn't my conviction. I was trying to convince her that her conviction was wrong. But I was wrong in doing that. Mm -hmm. And I had to go back. I apologized on air. And then the very next time I saw her, I apologized to her in person and repented to her in person because I was wrong for doing that. And that's where we have to be careful. Time for Fun Facts with February. <laughs> All right, homie. I think it is time another to let these people go on another their merry long way. episode. Another long episode that we 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 just chatted. But here's the deal, man. So we don't always get to have good conversations on society, right, and culture. And there's some issues that we haven't touched on. But this is one that I feel like we're we're both big Disney people, and I don't think we've fully landed where our families are at with this. This is just something we wanted to. To, we're kind of flushing it out and just kind of, hey, this mm -hmm. is where we're at right now. And it's working. And that's the thing is the fact of, and this is why I, I always say, you know, just, 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 
the Christian walk, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. It's, right. it's a constant change to go. Right. But Halloween, we got to let these married people go on their way. I said Mary. I don't know why I keep saying that. We got to let these beautiful RTC fan people get on their merry way. You have not failed us yet with a good fun fact, my dude. So what fun fact do you have to end this show? Did you guys know that Mark loves... Best meatloaf. Ah, wow. wait, wait, not, wait, wait! I was, I wasn't ready. That's not. The I fun wasn't. Fa- wait, that's not the you, fun fact. You've already ruined it. Because where you, is it? Too much of the. There you go. All right. The fun fact of the day is people used to say prunes instead of cheese when having their pictures wait, taken. Wait, wait, wait! They say prune. <laughs> yeah, prunes instead of cheese when having their pictures taken in the 1840s. A big, dare we say, cheesy grin was seen as. Wait, wrong one. <laughs> was seen as childish, so one London photographer told people to say prunes to keep their mouth taut. And that look predated today's fish face, mm, fish face, uh, selfie by, oh, about 180 years. Incidentally, the first selfie was really invented in 1839 by some guy. And you'd have to click on the link. So, Oh, yeah. So You're, fun. like, really into that right now. But now you've lost your pad for the music, which already should have been going. So You mean this music right that, here? That, is he, that, you like how I delayed for you? You you did, and I was like, eh, eh. He's like it's not no. working. The button's not working. No. But that's a good one. I, I have to say, that might be that that might trump bicycle face. So what, next that time. That one might trump bicycle face. Next time you go to have a family picture, tell everybody, say, prunes. Um, I tell our kids, because every time I said cheese, like, all their faces go cheese. Well, they're saying prunes then. Have so you, you know what I tell my kids to say now? Prunes. I say go hee hee, and they go hee hee, and then someone makes a weird sound now. Go hee and then we got it. So but, our family says hee hee. But do they go ha ha? No. <laughs> yeah, I haven't even done that laugh in a while. But the OG RTC family probably knows that laugh and how much you used to make fun of me for it. Well, you know. How much I used to say the word dope. I used to try and to get dope in there the all end the of time. The day. And at the end of the day, what was all, what was another thing that we used to do all the time? I don't know. I used to. I still do it a lot. I go right, 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 right. right. I actually said that in anywho, our podcast. You say so anywho, anywho. So then, so here's anyways. what I want you guys to do: head over to the Facebook group RTC Community and let us know some of the weird quirks that we do on the show because we would love just to laugh with you by. We don't mind you getting a laugh at our expense. We like to laugh at ourselves, so it's okay if you laugh at us, too. So go to the RTC Facebook group, RTC Community, and someone... It's probably going to be Sabrina. It's probably going to be Sabrina. Real Talk Christian Podcast What did I say? You said RTC Community. Real Talk Christian Podcast Community. I finally got the the phone number right. You did. 574-400-5352. I was was waiting for you to do it. My bad. My bad. But, you know, go over there to Real Talk Christian Podcast Community. Someone be the first person to say, hey, here's a quirk you guys do. It's probably going to be Sabrina. It's probably going to be Sabrina. That's okay. That's okay. But if you are not part of that Facebook group, make sure you head over there and do that. Also, Instagram, because we do stuff in Instagram stories that are fun all the time. And not only that, but make sure to check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel by hitting subscribe and then hitting that bell notification. Uh, Ding. You like how I keep doing that? Ding. Ding. You always go ding. Ding. Uh, and that way you get to have all the special content that we're going to be soon releasing. So I love it. And if you have an issue finding any of those things, just go to realtalkchristianpodcast.com and that will direct your way to all the things. But at the end of the day, this was a dope episode. I'm going to go eat some leftover meatloaf. So until next time, guys. Take it easy.